1: Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash central or longer rides with our friends at uh, Zwift. Uh, joining me, it's Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave. Um, I'm pretty good. I missed you. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. Yeah, it has. Well, I didn't really miss you, but you know.
0: It's good know. to be back. You it's good miss to miss be me back. because we caught up in
1: the in between. It's so. true. We can't we can't
0: get enough of each other. My wife says so she's like, okay, the little love affair that you're having on the side there, can you just like get over it or yeah, do what yeah, you're yeah. gonna do? But uh, it's good.
1: It's good to be back. Absolutely. And then uh, we have uh, surprisingly a lot of news uh, in cycling for an end of season which has been very uh Different? Very particular? It's,
0: yeah. Why, uh, why do you say that? Why do you think it's been
1: different? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me see.
0: Uh, first of all, the Vuelta has finished. Um, yes. And then Primoz Roglic retains. Yes. I'm clapping, firstly, well done. Absolutely. Well done for the Vuelta. Well done for the three grand tours to get them completed. It's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: And then actually the UCI yesterday uh, put out a, a, a statement and they were talking about... Uh, how difficult the season was, but how uh, grateful they are for all the race organizers and everything that has been happening uh, around. Because in the end, uh, there was 21 events, 121 days of cycling um, for for the men, 11 events and 21 days of cycling for the women. Uh, but only 54 people tested positive to um, to the coronavirus
0: overall. Yeah, and, and I think and. Forty-five of those were those um, uh, e-bike riders yeah. on the Giro. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh, but, it's <laughs> no, no, but, but it was there was a high statistic. No, but it's actually it is. It's a, it's credit to the sport, yeah. I, I, and I don't think we can't sort of pinpoint it on one person or one event. But I think actually the teams and probably race organisers need to take a lot of the credit. Absolutely, for it because I'm, I mean we cast our minds back and we spoke at Few times to Matt White from Mitchell and Scott, and he said the teams put in such a stringent mm-hmm. testing. You know, there'd be eighteen world tour doctors all got together, and they all put together a stringent um covid plan covid safe plan and it's worked
1: yeah absolutely i'm just wondering uh what it will do for the future but that's a that's a that's a that's different oh, because let's, uh, just,
0: let's just let's <laughs> just embrace and, and and celebrate this year can we i don't <laughs> yeah, okay, want to okay, think let's about do the that. future let's do that.
1: <laughs> uh, okay let's talk let's talk about actually cycling on the road Primus roglic has won back-to-back vuelta uh in the end 2020 was not such a bad a year for him because he finished second at the Tour de France. We know in, in what
0: manner, in what fashion. Second at the Tour de France and won the World Cup. He He almost claimed two Grand Tours. Yep. He won a monument. He won yep. Liège. And he's crowned the world world's ranked number one rider yep. from the season. So, yeah, he, he has had a phenomenal year. And as you say, back to back. And you know what sort of goes missing he won four stages of the Vuelta. Yeah, exactly. Of eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> not of twenty-one. Of eighteen. Yeah, like he he was dominant, and it was all, you know, it came down to that Covatilla, that final mountaintop finish on the penultimate stage, and I actually thought Richard Carapaz was going to get the better of him. Well, he did get the better of him, but I thought he was going to take. Yeah, I think I think we time. all thought
1: Carapaz has done it before in mm. that sort of manner. Yeah, he can do it again.
0: Yeah, but no, kudos to. To um Primoz, he's he's been a superstar this year, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rights for a Dutch team, of course, Jumbo Visma. It's the first time in eight years that no Dutch rider won any stage in any of the Grand Tours. Really? Dumoulin's won nothing. He hasn't wow. won a stage. First time in eight years that the Dutch have not win,
0: have not won a stage. geogra missed Tour? that. They haven't had it, they haven't had it. Terrible year, no. Dutch they cyclists haven't. They have haven't. they? I okay. mean, the women have been brilliant, absolutely. The Dutch women, um, as per usual, because mm-hmm. they pretty much are the best nation in the world. Um, but but that brings me to Tom Dumoulin.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, he's he's been really uh, impressive at times, and he's been struggling at other times. He, he had a bit of a funny year.
0: Talking about talking while surprisingly, and and I'm not saying it as a as a uh, criticism, just as a fact. Mm-hmm. But did take him a while to get back from his injury part yep. last year, wasn't it? Like it seemed to just drag on, and, and you know, like he got he got going, but he just he just hasn't quite got back to his peak. Yep. But the other side of it is, and we've talked about it really the last two years, it's like the sport is moving fast. And if you miss your window of opportunity, exactly, you, you've got another Pogacar coming along. You've got another, you know, Julian Alaphilippe. You've got another this. Um, you know, thank God for some of these guys that Remco Evenpoel yeah was out for a chunk of the season. So, you know, there's going to be another one, two, three of these young riders coming up.
1: And this is exactly this for 2021. And we're just uh, projecting a bit more. But 2021, that, that trend probably won't stop. No. So guys like Froome, guys like Dumoulin might just be out of pace yeah. in terms of winning fashion, uh, might, might be out of pace because of the youth just going left, right and centre. And, the, and the
0: science, you know, and it's not just the science, they're, they're, they're freaks, but the science is helping the teams scout these young riders. They get them straight in the lab, they test them and they go, okay, mm-hmm. this this kid, this guy or girl is going to be a superstar. Yeah. Let's yeah. sign them up. Tao Guggenhardt.
1: Yeah. From the beginning, you know, from very young.
0: Yeah. And and, and their projections on him, he he, he reached, obviously, the goals before they expected (laughs) him to. So, you know, and then we've got, obviously, our very own, Jai Hindley, uh, second in the Giro. So you've got this breed now coming up. And I just, I think maybe they've got more support psychologically, mentally as well. Like, you know, back in the eras gone by... Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm talking about probably more about the expats, um, you know, the foreigners who head to Europe and they've got to pack up their suitcase, say goodbye to their families for eight months of the year. They don't have to necessarily do that now. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, you know, they're seeing their family on video calls. They're seeing, yeah. their, they're keeping in touch a lot easier. They've got English speakers or, or people speaking in their language for them on the team. That never existed um, back in the day. So you're just seeing this wave. Of yeah, there's a big, big, big melting pot. Yeah, it uh, is. Happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and
1: and it's actually the young sprouts that are coming out. It's quickly. exciting, too, absolutely. Isn't it? Yeah. Overall, Volta was a very interesting, very exciting. Volta always is.
0: It always is. It's it's a great race. And and again, kudos to them because you know we hate to keep talking about it, but the fact is the country was going into deeper lockdown mm-hmm. as the race was evolving, and we we all again thought how are they going to finish this? But they did. And no one complained. The country didn't complain. They just got on with it. The race did a fantastic job. And again, as you said, they delivered, you know, an exciting race, didn't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in terms of the, um, the 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 highlight of the year for you, um, it's hard to find one. You know, we could have said Pogacar winning the Tour de France. It's probably the biggest uh, it was probably the TT, you know, but it, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the TT
0: for me. And, and, and you know, I'll, I'll give Tomo a bit of credit. I think when we spoke to Tomo on our final TDF pod. Yeah. And I think we might have asked him, we're talking, well, we're obviously talking all about TDF. And he said it was the best drama and th- it was the best theatre, I think he said. Mm-hmm. It was the best theatre that we've seen, which probably surpassed the Le Mans-Fignon thank you yeah (laughs) we can put this one to rest and i guess guess technology allowed us you know to see so many different angles and the fact that they did bike changes during the tt like it was just and he's right i think i I, I think he nailed it it was just theater at its best wasn't it Mm -hmm. it was live yeah it was phenomenal really
1: one funny element is those three tours did not move into another country. They all stayed in their, in their own country. Mm. The, the Tour de France stayed yep. in France, didn't cross any borders. Same for the Giro, same for the Vuelta. Yeah. Even, even though it was a...
0: It, so what does it say? I, don't I, mean, I think it doesn't say anything. They, no. they, they're going to move borders when they can next... I don't Think it will happen next year. I mean, we'll, we know with the tour it yeah. won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine the Giro and Vuelta routes when they come out, they'll be staying just because it's easier to control, yeah. I guess to, there's sure less at least surprises. one more year, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, no, it's we're, we've we've been we've had an exceptional year of racing across the board, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, the Vuelta as well, end of an era for
1: Chris Froome. He's finishing on a good note, though. He was walking away with a trophy from 2011. Uh, He finally got it. (laughs) He finally got his trophy uh, because the the, the rider that won the Tour in 2011 uh, got disqualified for a positive case of doping. Yeah, it was Juan
0: José Cobo, the Spaniard, um, which is a a shame it's taken so long.
1: No, but in in a way, that's his last race with Ineos and he sort of walks away with the trophy. In the right color, they presented in, it with him, yeah, didn't they? At, yeah. The, at the on the final day, I think absolutely, yeah. and then yeah. and the trophy of that year as well. it's, yeah. not, it's not a cup; it's a copy of the trophy of that year. because yeah. they change it now and then. Yeah, uh, but um, it's quite it's quite good that they gave that to him this year because, yeah, next year he's not at the anymore.
0: Yeah, that's right. So it it is a big end of an era with Chris Froome, and now, you know, the the he, he's been copying some criticism apparently too on social media and. You know so forth throughout the last month, people saying give it up, retire. Look, we've been, we've certainly been. Uh, when I say I don't know if I'd say critical, we've given our opinion, mm-hmm. you and I both. And my opinion is, I'm not convinced he can get back to his very best. I want him to, yeah. For everyone screaming <laughs> at the pod, <laughs> uh, who's, who's a fan of Chris Froome. I want him to. I think we all do. Yep. It'd be such a shame if he doesn't, but I'm just not sure. With that injury, with his age, he's not getting any younger. He is one of the greatest and he always will be 100% and we'll celebrate him. But I'm just not sure he can get it back. Shows,
1: it shows one thing is how on the edge these guys are because mm. stupid mistake of zipping up his jacket or whatever it was. It's uh, its and potentially,
0: and then, well, it's changed his career. career no matter what oh, happens, yeah. even exactly. if he does come back. it's. I mean, what would be brilliant? The crystal ball, you know, next year, Tour de France. We see Froome going head-to-head with Ineos. Yeah. But forget just Ineos. <laughs> Tadej Pogachar defending champion. Roglic, some fire in the belly, wanting to come back and make amends. You know, all those T- stars. Tertil, the, the oh, young coming Yeah, out. he could be the man. Who, how do we know? Egan Bernal. Yeah. Suddenly it's like, <laughs> Egan who? You know, that's how know. fast the sport is moving. So for Chris Froome, if he does come back, it will be a monumental yeah. um, uh, thing. But but you know what? It's it, like you said,
1: it would be monumental and very interesting uh, to follow. End of an era as well for uh Adamic Van Vluten, leaving Mitchell yes. and Scott. Yeah, uh, that's that's a big move. We knew we know it's coming for quite a yeah. while. It was nice to see the team sending a you know, very you know very warm. Yeah, warm vibes. Uh, vibes. There was no animosity. There was nothing. They did. They did a whole, you know, a whole send off for her because they know how much she's
0: done for that team. Yeah, I think it's it's been reciprocated both ways too. She has been the same with the team, you know, in what she said and, um, yeah, she's been, she is, she's been the world's best rider. Yeah, and, you know, and we've been proud as a as a nation. You know, we we all feel like we're part of, or well, Mitchell and Scott is part of ours. Um, that she's been on that squad and delivered so many victories and some of them have just been, you know. Like for me, I think about all of her wins and it's it's so hard to pick one of the best, but probably, possibly one of the most exciting um, was two years ago, La Course, yeah. when she caught Anna Vander literally 10 metres from the finish yes, line, mm-hmm. chased her on the descent and caught her on the slight uphill into that finishing um Strip, That was, you know, that was just that was drama at its best. I but thought. but
1: for the for the the the, the riders that remain in Mitchelton Scott, that have, have rode with her mm. and now are going to ride against her, they are excited. We we know that we spoke to a few riders yep. uh, about this, but they are not excited to ride against her. Yeah, you know, in the Politan.
0: Yeah, and and again, uh, look, I think. We talk about the the men and the young guys coming through, and and how quickly the sport is moving. I think we are going to see, and we are already, in the women's side as well. Absolutely, and and someone like Grace Brown, you know, she's not a young, she's not a young pup. She's not eighteen or nineteen. Do you want to tell her that? Oh. But <laughs> she, you're not old, Grace either. But you're, you're, you're certainly not old. You're a lot younger than me. I'll tell you that. Um, but she's young in terms of her professional yeah. career or her career in the sport of cycling. And look how much she developed mm-hmm. just in the last even twelve months. Like she's gone, you know, from winning a national TT to bang winning a pretty major classic in Belgium, almost claiming Liège. Mm-hmm. And she's sort of the tip of the iceberg of what I think we're going to see, and we're going Absolutely. to see some young stars come up. And and actually, to to digress now into. Another young star, Chloe Mm Dygett, who we remember she crashed in the individual time trial. She's just signed a four-year contract with Canyon Tram. That's great. Four years. Mm -hmm. There's two things I think says out of that is that a women's team can offer four years. That's great. It shows financial stability. And she's only 23 Wow, well, she's going to be a dynamite. Yeah. Chloe Duggett, I think. Absolutely. Uh,
1: looking ahead at 2021, uh, we'll uh, look in a sec at the the, the route of the Tour de France 2021 because we've, this has been... Jeepers, uh, it's not th- far away, is I it? I know. <laughs> <It's gonna come. laughs> Hopefully, crossing is going to come very quickly. Uh, before that, there's some a bit of a sad news in Australia. Tour de under will not uh, take place or not take place in a way we feel we were used to uh, to have the race taking place which also means the Cadell's Classic is not taking place yes that's a big blow for the, the summer of cycling
0: it is a big blow it's it's a big blow it was expected though but in yeah. this current climate as you say we expect we well we half expected we were anyway. half expecting we weren't sure I'm I'm devastated <laughs> <laughs> I will say it because I love Tour Down Under I, as you know I work on the the event yeah. I work for the organisation they run such a great sort of week 10 days it's a festival and if if you haven't been there you need to get back there mm-hmm. hopefully in another 12 months time but there might be something on um we don't know we don't know We do not even not saying anything yeah we don't know yeah so we'll wait and see there might be something on we at the moment we do have the road nationals yeah they've been confirmed they've been pushed slightly back to february uh, so that's something that we can really look forward to. And there's yeah. no Hell's Sun Tour, of course, as well.
1: Absolutely. The thing, though, is that we, we sort of now know that the person that's going to win the, the nationals, especially at the, uh, for the men, maybe a bit different for the women, but will not ride World Tour next year because the World Tour riders are simply
0: not here. Some of them might be. There oh. are some coming home. Okay. Yeah, there are some thing. coming home. But would they ride, there's not would a they ride lot. the nationals? Oh, if they're here, of course yeah. they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think I can say it. I mean, he said to us, uh, I think he said to me on an interview, Luke Durbridge, I'm quite sure he's coming home. Okay. So there's a few... There's a few oh, riders so that might are coming see. home, okay. yeah. But it will change the race, won't it? Absolutely, a little time. bit. It'll change the it'll change the race a little bit. It'll it'll make it a bit more of a level playing field potentially. Absolutely. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tour de France 2021. We saw the map, uh, and if you haven't seen the map, then uh, either uh, where have you been? <laughs> no. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> are you real? Are, are you actually real? A real <laughs> fan of cycling? But anyway, check it out on the, on the tour uh, website. How excited are you? I'm I'm uh, beyond excited yeah. because it starts in Brittany, yeah, that's and it's not that I am not from Brittany, but uh, my relatives live in Brittany yeah. and four days in Brittany. We've booked barbecue at your dad's. Oh uh, yeah, we are yeah. already.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just presuming <laughs> we're going. Uh,
1: let, let's you know why? Uh, there's always, like the glasses. Are we going full. or what? What's the story? <laughs> do, do you know? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Oh well, mate, uh, I'm not in charge of the. Do vaccine. you know why you're here? <laughs> you know why we have a French attaché? I try, one, I try. You've got one job. <laughs> to make sure you and I, and I'm not caring about anyone else in the team, you've, and you got have you have you done the twenty ones too? We're doing. We'll start thinking about them. Well, twenty-one stages. Ah, yeah, we yeah, need yeah, twenty-one yeah. face masks, twenty-one hand sanitised uh, towels. Don't, don't worry about it. That's that, that's just logistics. <laughs> we're going on track. We don't know if we're going. We, we're crossing our fingers though. No, so. absolutely,
1: because it's it's actually part of what we do, and yeah. we want to we want to be there. But uh, if we look at the race itself, it's going to be a more traditional inverted comma Tour de France. Mm. Uh, and actually, Christian Prudhomme, when he released the route, he said, "Well." It is going to be a more traditional because we start in Brittany and at some point we have to cross France pretty quickly to go to the Alps because the mountains are not in Brittany. Yeah. So they will be a lot flatter, a lot faster the first week.
0: They yes. to be. Yeah. And I mean, to sort of sum up the whole thing, what have we got? The first five days in Brittany, did you four, say? Four days. Four days. Four stages in Brittany. Eight flat stages, five hill stages, six mountain stages. So that's separate. When, when I say hill opposed to mountain, two individual TTs, yep. two rest days, which they normally have. And the longest stage, I think it's the longest since the year 2000, 248 kilometres. Yeah. So they're not shying away, are they? We keep saying shorter stages more exciting, but he said uh, on the French coverage he talked about
1: it and he said you know what at some point you either you go long stages or you go long transfer
0: yeah either way people will complain you
1: know? yeah <laughs> so and he's right you got to tr- you got to cross France yeah at some and they point. do
0: the best to minimise yeah. sort of any any of that for the for the riders yeah. because you know fingers crossed it's in the month of July it's a holiday period the roads are jam packed mm-hmm. as it is so. But what? they go, but they go to Andorra, which we're excited about. You know what I was going to say. I'm excited about Andorra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what excites you
1: a lot though about Andorra? Because I've never been. <laughs> have you seriously never been? I've seriously never been to Andorra. So we went there.
0: Didn't we go there a few years ago? Weren't no, you there? No, no, no. So no. you've missed it. You haven't well, been. Well, uh,
1: either I missed the finish of that day, or I, ah. I, may, I might have done the start and not finished. Uh, because I've, we
0: did stay there a few nights. That, no, me. You must
1: have missed that year. no yeah I, I, wow. I've never been in my life in Andorra. I don't even know. What it looks like. So have that's you been anywhere other than France or Australia
0: <laughs> <laughs> in your life? Uh, you that's know. a different story. Yeah, like, come on, mate. Um, Ventoux twice. Twice. Three roads. In up. one stage. Yep.
1: Wow. There's three roads on Ventoux. Uh, they're taking all three. Up, down, and up again, and down again. That's great.
0: Cr- and that finishes down. Yeah. I, I was thinking it was going to be a mountaintop finish, which I would have loved. But the downhill
1: but imagine, imagine la Philippe in that downhill, or oh, none of the other riders to, for the win, you know, for the win. When you know it's not a mountain top finish. But uh, yeah, that, that that idea of having a more traditional Tour de France, it's interesting because we've been saying shorter stages and mm. more aggressive, and and straight away, even two time trial in a in a same tour. It's yeah. it's very you know um, old fashioned in a way, I would say.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean. I mean, look, the other thing that stood out for me is... Is it tin? Ting? ting tingye, tingye? Tingye. 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 They go back to Ting because we didn't finish in I tingye. love that. He said... We said we'd get back there as quickly as yeah. possible. So that's where they, there was a massive landslide and this is ice, where,
1: ice storm. And When Bernard claimed the yellow jersey on the yes, trip.
0: Yes. So that will be good. And... One of those and actually, actually
1: now we know where to eat in Ting as well because we waited so oh, long. We had a we, good lunch, didn't we? We had a good lunch. Yeah, the thing. food was good. We
0: waited a while. We'll, we'll book in early this time. Absolutely. Um, Luzardi Den. Mm-hmm. For me, that's one of the classic, iconic, historical, great mountains. Absolutely. It's where Le Monde effectively. Grabbed. You didn't get the yellow jersey. Le,
1: it's, Le Blanc did uh, something
0: incredible. Luc Le, Blanc, Le Blanc. Yeah. As well. Yeah, probably. But Il Le, Le in the World Championship jersey, yeah. it was the emergence of Miguel Indurain. Mm-hmm. He won the stage. He he didn't win the tour that year. The following year, I think he went on to win it. But Le Monde pulled about two minutes on Claudio Chiappucci on Luzari den. Okay, so it's a brutal climb. Yeah, yes, yeah, and it's just iconic. It's, yeah. So I'm excited about that. That'll I'm excited be... about the
1: Pyrenees actually overall, yeah. because it's actually big focus on the Pyrenees, a bit less on the Alps. Yeah, you year. said that. Yeah, it's really the the, the length and and the the, the 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 way they go into the Pyrenees. It's it's very very exciting. Mm. Uh, no Bordeaux. We go really close to Bordeaux, but still no Bordeaux. I, I think I've only been there a, in
0: fourteen two. I've, I've never been, I've been to covered. Bordeaux. <laughs> oh, I've never. Maybe once. I think uh, no. I have once. I think. Yeah. Know, I've been to the airport.
1: Back. Remember, I've been to the airport True. Uh, to Bordeaux. But that's yeah. all, that's all. <laughs> Airports aren't exciting. We know that much. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um so yeah, that,
1: that's a very personal story. But yeah, uh, uh, you can see we are excited about this 2021 uh, twenty uh, twenty one Tour de France.
0: Let's hope it all happens correctly. Uh it's in your... seven months away. I know. Can you believe that? <laughs> Just all your listeners, seven months away till the tour.
1: This is the thing of having a longer, you know, a, long, a longer year mm. uh, in a way in cycling. Then it makes the next year yeah. shorter. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, let's move now uh, to some other news in the world of cycling. The the, the Cycling Alliance findings. What, what do you? What, what can you tell us about this?
0: Yes, the Cyclists Alliance Union is one that has been set up for the women, uh, by the women. And we've talked about it already on a number of pods. And it's and very effective. Yeah, so far it seems like they're they're making some headway, and they're not. Uh, the other thing I'm not sure if they're actually recognised by the UCI yet, which <laughs> is be an interesting. One. <laughs> yeah, which is madness. So, but so they survey they in there when they started. I think four years ago, three years ago, they they surveyed the riders at the end of each year to get feedback and to understand and and draw a sort of path you know, to, to moving forward as a union to assist and help, you know, um, the women in the sport. So they surveyed only 100 riders. Um, but if anyone is familiar with surveys, I remember a, a friend telling me once who worked in that space, you don't need to survey 10,000 to get the 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 results or the information that no, you desire. You need, desire. A, sample. You need, you a, need sample. a sample, yeah. So they surveyed 100. And just some stats here that I'll run through. 33% of those surveyed have to work a second job to survive in the sport of professional cycling. Sounds a bit crazy, doesn't it? 25% earn more than €30,000. You'd like to hope so. Only a few earn €150,000. And when I say few, there's not many at all. Mm -hmm. Um, The average top tier team, women's team this is, One to three million euros. However, the continental teams run on shoestring budgets of a hundred to five hundred thousand. So, no surprises there, not for me anyway. Mm Seventy-two percent. Now, this is an interesting stat. I think seventy-two percent would consider leaving the sport because of financial reasons. Well, so that is a a sort of alarming stat. Mm -hmm. You don't want women. To have to leave the sport because of financial reasons, and when seventy-two percent are saying that, that's that's something they've got to address. Yeah, fifty-six uh, percent would leave to start a family. You can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and forty percent to start a new career. So some really interesting stats. And look, nine teams have registered for the top tier level for twenty-one. And uh, and obviously Green Edge Cycling, which is the Mitchelton women's yep. team, are, are part of that. So there's some interesting stats. And just to sort of, you know, we, we talk about it and, and we make a point of, um, I guess, trying to support and back as much and probably a little bit more because I think the ledger, there's been an imbalance. We know that yeah, with absolutely. men and women. But the the reality is, I can tell you from firsthand, and mm-hmm. and I know my career ended 15 years ago, but there are certain things that haven't changed. So actually, I have a question for you. When you when
1: you talk about all those level of pay, level of engagement, is this is women cycling at a place where cycling men cycling was 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Well, how, exactly. far, how far behind are we?
0: Yeah, so a long way. And look, part of that is time. Mm-hmm. So take take gender out of it, and you know you can disagree with me and and you and and the listeners. I mean, part of that is just physical time. We know mm-hmm. that, and the other and so if you took gender out of it, it's that, and then the other side is yes, it is the gender uh, inequality. Um, so you you have to go back a long way, but I can tell you firsthand there are men professional cyclists out there now that are also struggling. Absolutely, there's yeah. less. Yeah. There's well, there's actually probably the same amount because there's a lot more. Male professional cyclists, if you just do a number count, a head count, opposed to female professional cyclists. I think, I think, so there's some damning sort of stats there. However, I still think they're moving in the right direction. And I think. But is it
1: just a general question uh, for all professional riders and for the sport itself? Yeah. Of how do you monetize cycling? Yes. Uh, Because it's fully reliant on, on, on. People are on investors, on on private money, yeah. on uh, on on advertising, and and so on. And yeah. because you no one pays to go and see cycling, you don't you don't fill up a stadium anymore that much for for track cycling. But you don't you know? yeah. football, you pack up stadiums. Yeah, cycling, you, you pack TV up the water. You would think. I mean, TV that's the,
0: that's the one element. And look, Valon, which has started, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess is a good thing for the teams. Um, how much they're getting from that at the moment? I wouldn't say it's much. Look, just to sidestep a bit as well, the other bit of news about this, about we're talking about cyclists' unions, is that there's been a breakaway men's union from that, the CPA.
1: That is very interesting. Yes. We
0: talked about it before. But and you know what they should
1: be doing now, I think? Men and women together.
0: Well, they should they should go to the Cyclists Alliance and yeah. say, hey, yeah. what are you women doing? We've been looking. We see you're doing some great things. How, how about we inject... Some oomph and when I say oomph I don't mean male yeah. men necessarily, but I mean money. Yeah. And we work together because I think that is the path forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I is agree. the path forward for this breakaway union. Absolutely. Um yeah. so this is it's interesting times. It's yeah. gonna be really interesting next twelve months, I think.
1: Yeah, and, and it's and it's one to follow during the inter season. Yeah, it's one to follow to see. You know, this is what's gonna develop in the next few months. Yeah, uh, so this is why we're talking about it today. It's because it's it's one of the one that is bubbling, you know, on the fire. Yeah, uh, and and those those will grow over the next few months.
0: Yeah, and look for the men. I think the the breakaway union, amongst other reasons, one of their big sticking points. They said they want one vote one rider or yeah. one rider one vote system. Mm-hmm. They don't have that at the moment. It's broken up, and it's really it seems like it's dictated by the CPA. <laughs> so. Yeah, watch watch this space.
1: Another news as well. Oz Cycling has gone through. Yes, Uh, not everyone is on board yet.
0: I should say, Uh, but it's a very good start. We think it's a good start. I I think it's yeah. I think it's a good start. Yeah. So Oz Cycling, and we had Steve Drake, the CEO of Cycling Australia, who has been working and pushing towards this for gee, probably a year and a half now. We had him on well quite a while ago. Mm So it's gone through. They got the majority. It was a bit like the U.S. election. <laughs> yeah, they needed they needed <laughs> just to tip the scales and win the key states, and they did. New South Wales has not joined, nor have WA in, in bracket yet. Yet, they yeah, haven't joined yet. Yeah, so the project is going ahead. The project is going ahead because they got the majority. Um, and look, this eventually, I think I could be wrong, but eventually, I think they will have to because. As Oz Cycling grows and develops, and this is not just road or track; it's road, track, mountain bike, yeah. I think Bmx, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This is where their funding will be yeah. will come to. Let, so let's
1: f- let's remember that if cycling, uh, if and because Oz Cycling is going ahead, Cycling Australia won't exist anymore. Yes. So. New South Wales and WA, they can't be relying on something that will not be here anymore. Yeah. So at some point, they will have to be. Yeah. Uh, they can't just break away on their own. Or yeah. can, can
0: they? I don't know. It's up to, up to debate. But uh, Yeah, I, I mean, when we, 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 we talked about this, and we won't go back into all of the stats, but it just seemed like a real the way the business structure was set up was wrong yeah mm-hmm. across, the across the whole country yeah from the beginning yeah it was wrong and that needed and it was it was um archaic, cake i think you could yeah. say yeah. so um and you don't have to take our word for that um no but that's on your opinion that's, yeah yeah that's right uh, but anyway so that's interesting and i think it's exciting i think it's it's exciting times yeah, I mean, with what's happening uh, there absolutely yep. absolutely uh, any other news there's some snippets, yeah. We've got some, some good little snippets here. Uh, Alex Dowsett, remember the Englishman, won a yes. stage of the Giro. He is going for the hour record again. Okay. He took it, I think, in 2015, and then Bradley Wiggins grabbed it, and then Victor Kampenarts, who I don't still don't think has a contract. I, uh,
1: yeah, uh, last time I read, which was last week, he didn't have a contract. Yeah, yet,
0: so. so he got the record in 2019 at 55.089. So Dowsett's going for it in December, I think the 12th of December. Yeah, this is going to be, I'm really intrigued to see what he can do. Tossed around what he could do. Obviously, they thought about altitude, but with flying, with COVID and everything, it was going to be too difficult. So he settled on Manchester and he's right. It's one of the quickest tracks in the world. So, and it's, it's, he's he's probably back in the UK, I presume. That's Homeland. Yeah. yeah so that'll be interesting. Um, so we'll watch that on the 12th of December. Couple of a couple other of things. other things. Mark Cavendish, no contract as yet. As yet. Bahrain McLaren have re-signed Henrik Kausler and a few of the other riders that were there. Wh- wh- when's the deadline? Good question. I don't know. It's probably
1: soon. It's soon-ish.
0: Uh, is there a deadline? I think as long as they've as long as they're Oh is it deadline for transferred? Is it deadline for transfer? riders transfer in the middle of the year. It doesn't happen, but it has happened. No, no, no but it doesn't happen often, but yeah, it has they, they announce
1: them but they they have windows of transfer like there is in football.
0: I thought there's a window there's a window when you can't announce or, or, yeah, yeah officially well, signed. Cl- clearly, clearly, we don't know. But no, yeah, yeah, we obviously don't know. So, someone tell us, yeah. please. Where's Matt Keenan? <laughs> uh, no, but he don't... hasn't got a contract. Yeah, he hasn't got a contract. So, watch this space. Yeah, watch this space. And but I reckon my opinion
1: is he could have a contract if he wanted to be a, a different role, a super, a super loot out there. Exactly, but he doesn't, he doesn't want to. No,
0: I don't think he wants to either. So, and who's so... going to be uh,
1: the most headstrong in I this? Think
0: he, I think he might be done. Yeah, I think he might be done. And look, we'll, again, we'll celebrate him as one of the greatest. Absolutely, he, thirty stage wins in the tour. Yeah, I'm not sure we'll ever see that. The the, the Wikipedia page is, yeah. is littered with, with, with successes. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, tour of Southland, yes, it was a great tour. Was a great tour. You hear the pitch in my voice go up. Black's Spoke. Black Spoke, <laughs> The team I'm I'm have a, a small involvement with. Yeah, the they world. they won the race. One, yeah. it was their nas- their national tour. It was tight. It was super tight. And it, one second on the final stage, Aaron Gate, who was our superstar track rider. He's he's won a couple of world caps. He was he was actually looking to have a brilliant sort of Olympics, and he was he had such a good build up, and then obviously with everything that happened, but. For us and for the team, it was great. He slotted in. They didn't get to race much. Mm-hmm. So every race really counted. And he got the job done. He won the individual time trial and then the final stage to clinch victory with combination of well, winning the TT and then getting bonus seconds on that final stage, so it was a good one. Yeah, it was a good. Good yeah. way to finish off. Absolutely, and then the Madrid Challenge as well for the the woman. Yes, uh,
1: that that was you know the end of the season. This is where the the season stops. Uh, Sarah Roy
0: finished in the top ten. Yeah, top ten for Sarah. That was that was great for her. And look, I think we sort of say, oh, it was a shortened season, but then in the end, it was really drawn out, and it was a little bit of a gap for the women. I think from their last, well, their their penultimate race to the Madrid Challenge. So to keep that motivation going, um, you know, kudos to all of them. And just to conclude, what's been going on on the social media? I know, I know
1: you've been uh, yeah, looking at the snippets, tweets. And, uh,
0: there's little snippets. But I'll tell you what, there's one bit here and look, we will credit our lovely producer, Kath Whelan, with this. But then I subsequently have seen posts since and it is a pretty oh, amazing yeah. effort. Yeah. Uh, Chris Nikic, I think that's how you pronounce his surname. He's Iron an Ironman. Yeah, 21 years of age. And not only is he an Ironman, he's the first person with Down syndrome to complete the Ironman. Yeah. That's phenomenal. What was the time? It was 16 hours. 16 hours. About, about 16 yeah. hours. That's... Incredible effort. That is massive. That is massive. I mean,
1: by all means, incredible effort. <laughs>
0: yeah. And yeah, it's an incredible effort anyway. <laughs> but that is phenomenal. And um, he... Look, he, he got... Huge coverage, yeah. and he did it in the states. It was one. There was an Iron Man on this in the states, and he was getting a lot of coverage on the networks over there. So, well, a lot of coverage, during the American
1: election as well. So, this actually, <laughs> this has big. cut through during the, <laughs> the yes, American election. Yes,
0: Well, it's a, it's a, it's a good news. story. It's a good news story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. it's a really nice story.
1: Cool. I think this wrap up uh, our, our podcast for today. I think it does. I think there was a
0: fair bit, wasn't <laughs> it? It was a
1: fair bit, yeah. actually. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Thank you. Uh, this was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash Central or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, which will be in about a couple of weeks' time, this is Bye for now.
0: Before we go, a quick shout-out to Zwift, the app that turns indoor training into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. You just need your bike, a trainer, and your PC, Mac, or Apple device. Zwift offers training plans, interval workouts, and a global community. Get strong and get motivated with every ride. Give people a ride on, and you're sure to get one back, as together you enjoy the massive benefits of social indoor training. Go to Zwift.com today and start your free trial.